This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. It's tricky. 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 Back to the whole nine sports podcast. I'm your host Dylan. Back after my one episode hiatus with Mother Nature running her terror upon my state. It wasn't really that bad actually, but there was a lot of stuff that went wrong, so that wasn't fun. Uh, but I'm back as always with my co-host Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter at wns underscore Brandon. How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm good. I'm glad that uh, that little one episode hiatus finally lets you get the intro down. I see you've been practicing. Yeah, that's all I've done for the past like week is like, I, okay, you know, I'm not going to be on it this week, so I'm going to take out the like two hours I usually spend on this and just practice. And we won't mind the three mess ups I had before we started recording for this this take. Um, and if you hear anything in the background during this episode, uh, I have my drunk friend Jordan in the background. Say hi, Jordan. Hello. Yeah, so if you hear anything in the background, it's probably him. And uh, moving into football-related uh, circumstances, we've been re- previewing the uh, the all of the college football conferences. Uh, and today we land on, I think, the last one, the Big 12. Um, and it's going to be similar to how my episode was with the Pac-12. It's going to be me talking to Brandon about it, because Brandon is going to be following the the Pac- the Big 12 for Whole Nine Sports this year. So, uh, are you excited, Brandon? <laughs> I was a lot more excited going into it. What's um, wrong? It's been underwhelming. Really? And the thing is that there's there's a few like transfer players that I don't feel comfortable to or, like there's like Jalen hurts quarterback for Oklahoma this year. I don't feel like watching his Alabama film is doing him justice because he's with Lincoln Riley now and it's a completely different offense. And he's going to look completely starting. different. Yeah. He's going to be so different. So it's like, I've watched his film, but it's with the smallest grain of salt I could take it with. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, I mean, are you ready to get into the, uh, get into the talks, getting to the yeah. questions? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So, um, we'll start off how we, how we did last time, uh, and all the times before that, cause it's the same questions. Uh, <laughs> but who are the top players in the conference for the big 12 this year? Uh, well, the big 12 is known for being one of, if not the best offensive, uh, conferences around so of course most of their top players are on offense you have sam ellinger out of texas is a he's baby tebow (laughs) if tebow was a better passer hook him horns um i mean don't hook him down though he might get flagged uh oh yeah (laughs) i heard about that yeah What what happened with that basically if you put the horns down you can get penalized but I, I forgot who it was, That's but so someone representing the Big 12, he basically said, if you do it as a team, it's okay. What? But if you do it as an individual celebration, it's considered taunting. 
What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that was basically, he was like, do it by your team, do it in like your bench area if you're going to do something like that. But if you do it by yourself, like in the end zone, then you can get penalized for it if you make it an individual showboating kind of situation. Oh, well then. I mean, so now it just means that a whole bunch of teams are going to put the horns down, aside from just being one player. It's just expanding so. the... I would. I mean, if I was if I was a Big 12 team playing Texas, I'd be doing it all game as a team. Are you kidding me? Yeah, just the whole defense as <laughs> as they're waiting for the snap. <laughs> just everyone just horns down in their face. It'd be um, amazing. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous penalty ever because it's also that one celebration is just taking it too far for you. Mm-hmm. You have to make a specific rule for it. It's plus it's not even that far of a celebration. It's really just taking their logo and pointing it down. That's all it is. <laughs> Which is like it's not doing anything uh inappropriate. Like they're not flipping anybody off or anything like that. So I don't I really don't get it at all. Uh no, it's like it's like them banning uh neck from LSU stadiums. Don't get it at all, man. It's it's harmless fun. Yeah, it's just it, it makes absolutely no sense. Like that's like as if saying other teams can't gator chomp against Florida. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just using their own celebration to taunt them, which is it's perfectly fine. Like if you want to have a celebration, then I'm going to use it against you if it's going to piss you off. And it's the same argument with even the U.S. Women's National Team celebrating. It's like if you don't want them to celebrate and you don't want them to taunt have you. that power over you, don't let them. Like don't let them score. Don't let them make big plays. Yeah. Simple as that. It's I've always <clears throat> I've always always felt like if you don't want them like show betting on you, make them stop. Like uh, whenever I was in high school, there was the big uh, the big controversy over uh, over our high school. Our football team was blowing out another team, and then uh, they our team uh, threw like threw a behind the back pass for a two point conversion. There was a big uh, big stink about it. It was like on Sports Nation and stuff. It's like, well, we were beating them fifty-two to nothing, and they're like our rivals, so of course we're gonna flaunt, make us stop. I don't have a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's with all it. it is. If you don't want them, if you don't want athletes celebrating against you and showboating against you, don't let them do positive things. Stop, like, stop sucking. Them. Yeah, yeah. Don't let them score. Score on them. Like it's it's your own fault. And it was like you the, US, it. the U.S. soccer women, U.S. women's soccer team. Uh, like when like when they were playing Thailand and kept scoring. It's it's like well, you, yeah, stop them. Like it, it's almost more disrespectful to uh to like to stop it. Like to, what was yeah, major disrespect? Trying. What was major disrespect was uh whenever Les Miles kneeled in the end zone, <laughs> kneeled in the red zone. That was bad. <laughs> I would have rather the like I would yeah. I was the opposed to I would rather score. just score. Yeah, the kneel in the red zone. Are you kidding me? That's so disrespectful. Like, and man, I just I don't get it. It's the Big Twelve soft, apparently. <laughs> um. Anyway, other top players. Oh yeah, uh, that was the question. Yeah, that's where that's where this started, and then it just went off the rails so fast. Um. There's Kennedy Brooks, running back from Oklahoma. There's C.D. Lamb, receiver from Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback from Oklahoma. Uh, speed demon Jalen Rieger. Have you seen? Uh, I forgot whose report it was, but his, I guess, like, testing numbers. 
Uh, not like if it was recent. No. Yeah, it was. Uh, <coughs> it came out last week. Jalen oh. Rieger is five foot eleven and one hundred and ninety five pounds. Runs a four twenty nine forty. Oh my god! Has a three hundred and eighty pound bench, three hundred and eighty oh. pound clean, and he squats six hundred and twenty pounds. What the hell? He is a freak of nature. That is insane. Yeah, I, he's that's gonna get him drafted alone. Like even <laughs> without his play, I feel like. Yeah, he squats four of me. So that's that's pretty damn impressive. Six twenty five, six twenty. But yeah, 620? I'm sure. He, I'm sure he gets six twenty five. They put two and a half pounds on him. Oh um, do you think if with some training he could beat the record of the forty? I don't know. It'd be it'll be I, interesting. I, I feel like it'll be. I feel like it'll be interesting. Come, I don't know, come, I, the, only reason I, the only reason I'm not sure is because I feel like he's pretty much got like his 40 down peg. Like I feel like he's not going to improve that much with training. And it's not like he's going to cut much weight because I feel like at 195, if you could squat 620 and bench 380, yeah, you, you're one, pretty much all muscle at that point. 125, 195, squatting 620 is disgusting yeah yeah he's 195 and he squats four of me so that oh man that's just absurd um and then his teammate lucas niang i'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it is mm-hmm. a tackle uh for tcu and there's defensively not a ton of uh impressive talent in is, the big is there 12 ever in so the big far. 12 yeah, that's that's fair. It's always uh, the, I like, the MO. It's always like high-powered offense, and then like they don't even know what defense is. Yeah, there's uh, there's Caden Stearns is a safety out of Texas. He's probably safety, too, for me at this point. Uh, Jeff Gladney is a corner out of TCU that he's got pretty good ball skills. Not a ton of interceptions, but he's got, I think he had 12 pass, defen- pass defended last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Murray is a linebacker that is all over the field. He is a tackling monster. I understand that it's a high-power offense, but he had 155 tackles last year. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's just everywhere. Um, 12.5 for a loss, 4.5 sacks. And then on the defensive line, I'd probably say that Reggie Walker from Kansas State has been the most impressive to me. Uh, he's, he's got great penetrating ability and I think he'll, uh, I think he might be the best prospect at the moment, uh, for me at least. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I noticed a couple of themes there, obviously like the offense is big, but like, what are the, some of the strongest position groups like in, in all, uh, the strongest position group in the big 12 is wide receiver and it's not particularly close. No. Uh, now they've got C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma is a potential first-round pick. Tylen Wallace out of Oklahoma State's a potential first-round pick. Jalen Rieger out of TCU's a potential first-round pick. And Colin Johnson out of Texas is a potential first-round pick. So they've got four first-round picks just right off the bat. And then there's guys like T.J. Vasher out of uh, Texas State. Is, he's he's caught my eye a bit in the uh, early summer process. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then there's also as one of the stronger positions. I think a quiet strong position for them is actually quarterback. Um, Sam Ellinger out of Texas is arguably the top player in the conference. Jalen Hurts from Alabama. He with Lincoln Riley, I don't care what your background before that is, you've got the potential to be one of the best quarterbacks in the conference, if not the nation. There's Brock Purdy out of Iowa State, who was a freshman last year. And I remember because I watched a lot of David Montgomery that he really caught my attention. And Charlie Brewer out of Baylor. He I when I was writing it down because I was working on an article and I was just watching like one game at a time for some prospects and uh, the first note I wrote for him was just dot thrower. <laughs> He's got a great arm. I loved watching him. Okay, so those are some of the stronger ones. What about the weakest positions? Uh, of course, they're going to come on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the overall defensive talent. And uh, the defensive line in general. Yikes, that voice crack. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The defensive line has been underwhelming, to say the least. There's kind of Jaquan Bailey and Reggie Walker. And then it it pretty much drops off a cliff from there. And then safety, there's Caden Stearns and Greg Eisworth out of Iowa State. And then again, it it pretty much just drops completely off a cliff in there. So there's two positions where there's two top guys, and then it just significantly gets worse. Yeah, it just drops off huge. Okay, so um, the the, I mean the Big Twelve is always like there's not like a ton of parity, like in the bottom half, the top it's pretty top heavy, I'd say. Um, but. And also most of the other division most of the other conferences use use divisions, but uh but Big Twelve doesn't. So who do you think is gonna be in the uh, big playing B oh my god, B playing in the Big Twelve Conference Championship this year? Uh it's looking like it's just gonna be Oklahoma, Texas again. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm thinking, and uh Oklahoma, of course, a lot of it depends on how Jalen Hurts plays transitions into uh this offense. And Texas last year was pretty dang good. And uh, Sam Ellinger was playing with a jacked up shoulder. And he was playing very well. So I'm looking forward to that. And that game, it would be, I'd say, the best conference championship game that we'll see next year. You think so? Absolutely. Even better than uh, LSU versus... Kentucky? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it might be just a smidge better, actually. I was about to say Florida, but I didn't want to give you that satisfaction. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't do that. We'll we'll make a slot bet out of that. We'll make a punch (laughs) bet if that one happens. A punch bet? Like, oh (laughs) my god. Whether it's Florida Uh, or Kentucky ending up in the SEC championship, (laughs) I don't want to do that one. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, someone's not confident in Kentucky. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I I just think Sam Ellinger and Jalen Hurts facing well, off. I think it's pretty fair. Like Oklahoma has a pretty good track record with transfer quarterbacks. Yeah, and then just watching 
the Red River rivalry for the Big 12 championship again would just be amazing. It's always beautiful. Yeah, and it's just, it would be awesome. I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts get back into a starting role to see what he can do, because last year we we didn't see much from him at all. And he cut um, his hair. Yeah, so you never know. Maybe he's even faster now. I don't know how much <laughs> that weighs him down. Um, so who do you have winning <laughs> out of those two? I think I'd go Texas. Um, I I think they're really ready to, to ball say Boomer sooner, aren't you? No, I was gonna say uh, the Texas motto, but I don't want to say that either. Hook 'em horns. Yeah, I don't want to say that either. Uh, Why not? It's I, I, great. They both have great slogans. They do, and I do think the Texas one is better, <laughs> uh, mainly because I'm not even sure what a sooner is. Um. I'm pretty sure it's like a pioneer, but it's... Either I was going to make a really bad joke with the word soon, uh, but I decided not to, so you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that, and everyone listening will surely thank you for not doing that. Uh, uh, come, uh, <laughs> add me with your thanks for not making that bad joke. Eh, you don't got to add him. He's not that important. Add uh-huh. Billy Sanders on Twitter. <laughs> Drop me a you follow. Finally, you finally got the at on correctly again. Good for you. At on, uh, Twitter I, I at on. working. Yeah, I see you've been working at it. I'm man, um, I'm practicing. I'm becoming good. I'm a good podcast host, you know. <laughs> I'm great. All right, I I don't want to hear any slander. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Jordan. I was I was actually gonna say like Jordan's been so good. I haven't heard him at all, and he wouldn't shut up before recording. But then he had to ruin it. Um, <laughs> getting back to the. Uh, to the big 12 i do think i do think texas would win it oh my god um i do think texas would win that game what is he just don't acknowledge him just don't acknowledge him um if i look straight you won't notice me i do i do think that sam Ellinger could lead texas to that victory there uh but it's definitely a game that I'm like, I've already got that kind of penciled in as the Big 12 championship this year. I don't think West Virginia is going to be nearly as good as they've been in the past. I don't think Iowa State uh, is for sure going to have that eight wins again. And uh, TCU could be surprising if their quarterback play picks up. They've got some pretty good talent on offense and defense. Um, and yeah, that's... but. It's it's Texas and Oklahoma at the top of the conference, always, and always. it's not super close. Um, so we went up, we went over um, earlier all of the top players, but uh, who are some of the who are some of the sleepers, potential sleepers? Well, I I consider Charlie Brewer from Baylor as a sleeper because I would too. I know I know a lot of people have never heard of his name, um, so he's definitely one of them. And then at running back, there's Keontae Ingram out of Texas, who he was a freshman last year. He's expected to take on a much bigger role this year. Uh, he's not a draft eligible prospect, of course, but he's still he. This is just Big Twelve, not not only Big Twelve draft. There's Siwo Alani Lua. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. From TCU, he uh. Going into watching his film, I really wasn't expecting to like him at all, based on what I've seen from him previously while just watching TCU games. 
but I was very pleasantly surprised with his tape. And uh, dude is a tank. Is he? He just runs through people. And I forgot who was watching him on Twitter the other day, and they posted a video about him. And they mentioned his power. And I think he responded, and he said something like, oh, like, if you meet me in the gap, like, like it's going to be rough for you, basically. <laughs> and I was like, I, I love him more now. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's he's fun on Twitter. He's a he's a cool guy. He's just, I thought it was awesome that yeah he just pointed it out. He's like, yeah, like if you meet me in the gap, like it, it's it's gonna be a rough one for you. It's over, man. Yeah, nah, that, that was awesome of him. And then defensively, there's really not much. I like Keith Washington, a corner out of West Virginia. I think he's got pretty good ball skills, but uh. I'm I'm not sure what West Virginia is going to look like at all this year with the turnover they've had in the front mm-hmm. office and just player personnel in general. It was funny I was looking at um like on today uh on today. Um earlier good job. <laughs> earlier today um Ross compiled uh for uh, All Saints considered compiled a uh, a bunch of uh, mock drafts and like who they had the Saints selecting, and uh, a lot of them were from the Big Twelve. Um, and the one the one I would say like looked like I feel like the, is the most sleeper because I don't hear a ton of people talking about him. Of course, I love him. Um, but uh, what do you think about Tylen Wallace? I'd consider him a sleeper because not a lot of people talk about him. And the reason I wanted to get him into the first round of my mock is to get people talking about him because I love him personally. And I think if he gets a good quarterback, he could be extraordinary, extraordinary and like be insane on the uh, in in a good offense with a good quarterback. Yeah, I definitely he's I definitely think he's got the potential and. uh He's actually currently my wide receiver three from the Big Twelve, not not as a draft prospect, just like who I like the most. Who do you He's have behind... above him, Draylen Rager or uh, Colin Johnson? I mean, the obvious one is C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I, I have Jalen Rager above him. Uh, he's just—it's a lot of it with Rager is just his potential because mm. he's an athletic freak. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's yeah I think he's a little bit higher than Tylen Wallace on who I like more mm-hmm. as a draft prospect. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure yet. It's it's the summer, so it's really yeah. er, it's really early to make that uh, decision. But now Tylen Wallace has been very productive in Oklahoma State's offense, and I'm, I've openly not been a fan of Oklahoma State at all. I, I don't hate them; they just they don't. They're not. I don't find them super impressive, uh, but hi Jordan. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I I think he's definitely got the potential, and I'd like to see him this year how he does. But I think he's, I think he's a potential first round pick in oh, yeah. uh, twenty twenty, for sure. Which is why I didn't initially mention him when I was talking about sleepers because I. I thought of him as a future first round pick, so I didn't mm-hmm. want to bring that up. Yeah, that's fair. I just wanted to because I know not a lot of people talk about him, so I just wanted to, to get your take on it 
while we were on the uh, while we were on the pod. Because like I my know, feeling he... with them was like watching him and watching the film is that you can see how bad the Oklahoma State quarterbacks are, um, and you can see him like struggling to make these like it's not struggling is like he has to go up and make like a crazy catch, but he always makes it look easy. So I feel like if he's put into a position where he's getting a, like good opportunities, I feel like he'll, he'll thrive. Can't believe you just slandered a uh, Taylor Cornelius. Sorry over there. Uh, Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> um, not a huge fan of your arm, man. That's that's, perfectly fair uh <laughs> usually i'm almost like that's enough no that's that's perfectly fair uh, i mean he's no art have... art sitkowski yeah i'm not gonna try to pronounce that name art, art uh, <laughs> i had to get some uh some Rutgers talk welcome yeah, to this fun. uh this episode of where art thou I'm looking for a new host, guys. Seriously, still. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, still. at this point, you might as well stop asking because if someone was going to take it, they would have already taken it. I'm pretty sure they just don't want to have to do the editing. That's fair. That's fair. It's annoying, especially whenever you have like really bad episodes. You have to make it sound good, which is none of our episodes, obviously, because they're all obviously. fantastic and amazing. Obviously, I was going to say, where did you shit on your own podcast, there, buddy? <laughs> There was only one episode that was like that. I'll let the listeners figure out which one it is. Yeah, no, you could decide that. We don't got to talk about it. No, we don't. Uh, we don't I don't want to talk about that one again. It, it happens, though. <laughs> um, uh, I, I do actually see how Saints fans would like Tylen Wallace in that offense opposite oh, yeah. Michael Thomas. So that I I wouldn't be upset about that at all if Saints it's, fans it, see that. In that article, it had them... Different people had them getting C.D. Lamb, Colin, which I don't think is happening because I feel like even as a Saints homer, they're going to be picking at the end of the uh, end of the first round. I don't think C.D. Lamb is going to be around that long. But they had them taking. They had four different people had them getting C.D. Lamb, Tylen Wallace, which I was the person that had them getting Tylen Wallace. But uh, the uh, they had Colin Johnson and Jalen Rager. I I'd like Rager the most. Rager or for, Wallace for I that off for that offense. I I'd like Rager the most for that offense, and then Wallace. But it, Wallace would be a very close second. Um, I would just, I think just Jalen Rager would. Be I don't think they to. need Colin Johnson because he just seems like a different kind of Michael Thomas. Not as yeah, good as Michael he, Thomas, but he's got to uh, he's got to show out a bit this year to really impress. Uh, I think he's a potential first round guy, but mainly for his physical tools, not for his yeah, he's actual six, receiving four, six, ability. Five. Yeah, I think his size would be a lot, and then to see what his forty would be like. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hope he has a better, uh, better presentation than little Jordan Humphrey, who I think has a good chance to make the Saints roster. But yeah, he he's 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 good at football. He's just he didn't he ran a crappy forty. I mean, that's an understatement. He's still running it. <laughs> He's still running. He hasn't stopped this for yet. What was the exact number? It was bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like four eight something. Well, and, uh, I think it was like four seven nine. It's it was it was a bit upsetting. Uh, I was I was, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, and we're I think we we might have been streaming at the time. Oh, we were. Yeah, it was four seven five. Was his official. 
Yeah, no, uh, that's that was that was pretty bad. Yeah, we were doing our live stream with a seven second three cone drill. That's uh, that's barely faster than Kyle Krebs. I just want to point that out. Uh, he had a four two nine twenty yard shuttle, hundred nineteen inch broad jump, thirty five thirty three point five inch vertical, and thirteen reps on the bench. Yeah, that's. I mean, aside from the forty, it's not terrible yeah it's just the 40 was just so so bad (laughs) he should have gone back to school if we're being honest Mm -hmm. i think colin johnson had the opportunity to go out but he didn't and i think that was smart for him yeah yeah colin johnson would have been a better choice of the two to go into the to go to the nfl yeah but imagine a lot of hype behind him yeah, and then imagine what this Texas offense would look like now. With Lil Jordan Humphrey. Oh, Humphrey. They'd yeah. be easily in the playoff conversation. Yeah, I think they are without well, yeah. it. So. Already, I think they're definitely in the conversation, but like with uh, Humphrey, I think they'd be even at the top. Oh, yeah. They would be. And a healthy Sam Ellinger along with it. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be super fun to watch Texas this year. I, that, I mean... I'll be honest, like they're probably the scariest matchup for LSU on this on this schedule for me. I can't wait for that game. It's gonna be so fun. It's super and, early too. And we we know all of the uh the sick to football guys that we asked, all of them, I'm pretty sure, said uh LSU Texas. Yeah. Everyone did it's gonna be super fun. I wish that the game was in, in Baton Rouge. Do, are they doing a home and home? Or is it just I'm not entirely sure. I would think so. I would think big schools like that would want to do a home and home. Because if so, I'm definitely going to the game to the game next year. I mean, they're not going to have Ellinger, but I mean, it's, I still always like to to root for Texas. Obviously, not against LSU, but uh... I used to not like Texas much at all. But then over the past few years, I've just I don't know. I think it's Sam Ellinger really. Mm-hmm. The past like year or two, like it's just I don't know. He's baby Tebow, and I love Tebow. So what's not to love about Sam Ellinger? All right. So with um with always during these, you've been uh you've been giving everybody some Heisman Trophy odds. Uh, so I have like I only have like two um that I see. Is, is it Ellinger and Hertz? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um. So I'll go with the uh, go with the odds and uh, and I'll I'll see what you think about them. Uh, they have Jalen Hurts at plus six fifty. Um, would you Would you take that? Yeah, I'm taking anything with Lincoln Riley as the head coach. <laughs> I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm so down for anything with Lincoln Riley. Back to back Heisman winners, back to back number one overall picks with transfer quarterbacks. He's done. He's worked miracles. So, uh, yeah, it, he could do it with Baker. He could do it with Kyler. I think he could do it with Jalen Hurts, too. So I'm not worried about that at all. I think that's a safe bet. Uh, I mean, on the paper, like on paper, it seems like Hurts is the worst of those three. But, I mean, I'd take a guy, like, just if you gave me, like, would you rather a quarterback coming from Alabama or Texas Tech? I mean, always got to choose Alabama. That's yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and then the next one is going to be Ellinger plus sixteen hundred. Plus sixteen hundred. Yeah. 
is it wrong that I want to take both of them? Uh, no, I don't think so. Plus sixteen hundred yeah. isn't bad. Plus sixteen hundred, I think that's fantastic. Is I'd rather take I, that than from plus fourteen hundred. I would take it over the Hertz plus six fifty. Honestly, if I had mm-hmm. to pick one, I would take Ellinger. I'd definitely take it over uh, Adrian Martinez plus a thousand. Absolutely, or yeah, Justin Fields over plus nine hundred. That one's less so, but like still, yeah. You know, Ellinger still, no plus sixteen hundred is very fair. Ellinger should be in like top three Heisman discussion right now. No, he's um, he's below Trevor Lawrence, Ty, uh, Tua, Hertz, Fields, and Martinez, Martinez, and Fromm. He sh- he should one hundred percent be in the top. Three and I mean, Tua and, with Tua and Herbert, probably Swift uh, and DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor are plus seventeen hundred. Those are just because they gotta get some variety in there. Those aren't they, legitimate. They'll, um, they'll 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 put a couple position players, uh, skill players, in for uh for looks. Yeah, but we know it's a quarterback award now. It's that's 100%. just how it is. Um, but yeah, Sam Ellinger was he was pretty jacked up last year, and he was incredibly efficient. Twenty five touchdowns, five picks, over three thousand yards. So I'm imagining him healthy. And then he had 16 rushing touchdowns last year with a jacked-up shoulder. So he wasn't... <laughs> of course, he has a very physical run style. But it's just... I think he could do more while he's healthy. And uh, not so much. He had five catches last year. So we could see more of that, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, five catches for 51 yards, by the way. So 10.2 per. Um, That's right. I passed my math classes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you're talking about the uh, the uh, the quarterbacks and how it's a pretty strong position. I'm like actually looking at the uh, the 30 players that, get, that got added to the uh, that are on the uh, Davey O'Brien uh, watch list that they, that got announced uh, recently. Um, and uh, I'd also want to point out that Joe Burrow and Felipe Franks are both on it, so that'll be interesting. They, they deserve to be. I mean, they both definitely deserve to be. But from uh, from the Big Twelve, you got. Alan Bowman from Texas Tech, uh, who's a sophomore, so I don't think you you probably haven't looked much into him. I I watched, uh, I think it was two games of him because I'm working on the uh, the Big Twelve, like building the perfect quarterback. Mm. So I've watched a couple of games of him. Uh, he's he's okay. He's not horrible. He uh he hasn't impressed me a ton yet, but mm. uh. Of course, there's plenty of time for him to improve as a sophomore. Uh, they have. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting with the offense, though. Now mm-hmm. that Cliff's gone, that'll be uh, Texas Tech will be interesting to watch at least. Um, Charlie Brewer from Baylor is on here. Love him. Uh, yep, the dot thrower. Um, yeah, I love that. Like I forgot I wrote that, and then while prepping for today's episode, I checked my notes. Charlie dot thrower and, Brewer. Yeah, basically the first thing I saw was his dot thrower, and I was like, "Right, love him." Uh, Sam Ellinger's on there, obviously. Uh, they got anyone else from the uh, from the Big Twelve? Uh, they have Brock Purdy, as they should. Nate Stanley is on there. A senior. Um, no, yeah. Big Ten. No, not Nate Stanley. I was... I'm dumb. I thought that's... 
I, you know what happened? I saw senior and wrote Iowa State, and then I said the name. I thought it said Iowa State, but it said Iowa Senior. Senior. And then I said the name. I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was just kind happens. of reading, you know? That's like uh, when I was studying to get the list, and every time I just like, I searched Utah, like in the, like the control F, like to find anytime it said Utah, I was like, all right, putting all those names in. But of course, Utah State also uh, showed up in there. Yeah. So. That makes sense. I should probably go back and look at that, look at that list. Yeah. Unless you edited I'll, it. I'll fix it. Oh, you haven't fixed it yet? No, it's just no. <laughs> just big, I just, just I just know. Yeah, yeah, I just know. Oh, you could have you could have told us. Um eh, I'll do it. That's fine. Yeah, the Pac twelve guys. Whatever. I mean I'm fine. Whatever. Um There's like three players, it's fine. Um yeah, that's three players I don't have to watch. I don't have to do my job. I mean, you should know what schools you have to watch anyway. But like, yeah, Utah State's not there, so I'm not doing it. Um, all right. Well, that I think that that about does it. Um, I'm glad to be back. Oh, before we go, um, of course it is a it is a Wednesday as we're recording this. Oh uh, no, it's Thursday now. Uh, just to give you the exact yeah. time that we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, um, just so you know. Just so you know, <laughs> it's switched from Wednesday to Thursday. Um, we had, uh, we had some more wallpapers by our boy at Clory Scoff. He did, uh, he did two this week. Why did we only have two this week? Wow. He got busy. He's I'm slacking, sorry. dog. He's but slacking. he did, he did say he's already working on next week. So I'm expecting big things from him. Maybe we'll get six next week. You know what, Corey, if you're <laughs> listening to that. Corey, if you're listening to this, you need to make the pictures whenever you upload them a little bit bigger because my phone never fits that. They never fit my phone. They're always like slightly too small, so it has to stretch them out. Uh, and it always looks yeah, bad. Yeah, Corey, inconvenience yourself and and uh, take more time out of your day for me. For me to, specifically, yeah, to help Dylan. <laughs> um. So this week we had Jonathan Garvin and J.K. Dobbins. Jonathan Garvin, for, Jonathan Garvin from the U, and then uh, J.K. Dobbins from the Ohio State. Uh, which one did you like better? I, I like the Dobbins one more, just because he's diving through the Ohio State. Oh, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's definitely. I think that one's better, but I'm rocking the Jonathan Garvin because I don't want to have my phone rocking uh, the the Ohio State. Um for all week plus i like the color scheme better that's plus yeah i'm never going to pick miami uh oh, they're yeah. disgusting so i mean I do know. you use one every week do you end up using one of the ones every week uh it depends i i am not a huge ohio state fan so i'm not going to be using one this week i typically but, uh, try yeah. to, to try to rock one i mean people always end up complimenting i was like oh that looks nice yeah and i i just i'm Justin's an Ohio State fan. Oh, grown, man, even grown, more reason to hate Ohio State. Yeah, I basically grew up with him. Like, it's easy to hate them. And then Urban Meyer, I don't like that. Like, the way he left Florida to go to Ohio State. I don't like that. And then he, he left Ohio Florida. State, and now he's going to go somewhere else and be like, oh, no, I'm magically, like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm better now. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still salty about that. Not even that he left Florida, just the way he did it. I know most LSU fans are not going to like Ohio State anyway, so. 
That's that's where you guys are in uh, competition for DBU now. Oh yeah, we are. Um, even more reason to like. I mean, I guess Ohio State's thing. Ohio State fans think that that should be gifted to them too. Yeah, to hate them. <laughs> Is that you, just Justin? Is any other Ohio State fans? I don't think I met any other Ohio State fans that I. Disliked. I don't know very many of them. Um, but uh, now that I know Justin, I'm pretty one. sure I'm pretty sure they have like the biggest college football stadium. <laughs> oh, 100. percent Um, and it's it's always it's always rocking. They have a lot of fans, but uh, I don't know any of them. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I, bet, I, I, know I bet Mike's an Ohio Buckeye. State fan. No, he's a Cal fan. Yeah, just Mike, as bad. Mike's. I mean, it's I don't even know why dude lives in Canada. <laughs> like I don't know why he chose Cal. He's a Cal he's a, fan. Being a Philly fan is slightly, I guess, understandable. He's a Cal fan, an Eagles fan, and a Raptors fan. Okay, we need to stop. We're just rambling at this point. It's completely irrelevant <laughs> with the episode now. Um, right, Jordan? Thank you. Glad he's still alive. <laughs> Barely. Uh, he poured another drink while we were recording, as you could yeah. hear at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I was worried about him. Um, and I think that about does it for us this week at this episode. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, for y'all, it'll be Sunday whenever we record. Um, but uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon, and then you can follow Jordan on Twitter at JDornQuest4. I'm not gonna spell it. No one's gonna follow him. There's no reason to follow him. He hasn't tweeted since 2017. Uh, but you know, I just want to shout him out because he's probably going to be people's favorite part of the podcast. Just as in 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 audible every now and then, <laughs> and that. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, please also almost forgot because uh, I suck. Please leave us an iTunes review or uh, and follow us on Spotify. And do all that jazz because it help us, helps us out a ton and it's free to do and takes like no time at all. So please do that. Uh, and thanks for listening. And, Bye. Please, and please, please interact with us. Please like, interact with us on Twitter. Yeah, if you, know. you got any questions, like we're, we're super active on Twitter. We we got nothing better to do. Man. I'm on Twitter at all times of the day. So it's a problem. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Have a good day. <laughs>